This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the End of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I have a super awesome guest with me here today. Maggie and I actually met through our networking group, and I'm super excited to have her here. So if you are looking for an online networking group, you know, we are happy to be your gals to discuss that. (laughs) So thank you so much for being here, Maggie. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I am just so excited to connect and just really offer as much value as possible, right? Like just give your listeners just another perspective on being in business. I love that. That's exactly what we come to this podcast for. You know, even when I'm interviewing people, it's always about, you know, what can I learn out of this? Because I know then our listeners are learning too. So that's always the goal. And I'd love to learn more, you know, about you and how you started on this journey and what that looked like. Yeah, for sure. So right now I am a business coach, which probably makes me sound like I switch businesses a lot. But so I am a business coach. I help multi-passionate women entrepreneurs stay focused and disciplined so that they can make money. Even if they don't think that they need the help, I truly believe that we all need a little bit of accountability and just that little extra push to help us get to our next level. And whether that level is like going from like side hustle to like full-blown entrepreneur or, you know, pivoting in a business, right? Like going from one business to another, or even if that's just bringing clarity into your business, right? Because sometimes we get into business and, you know, it gets into the, like all the nitty gritty details. And all of a sudden we're, you know, doing the daily hustles and grinds and it's been, how long and all of a sudden you're like, I've been working 80 hours a week and I need to not 
be doing this. (laughs) So I have quite an extensive background in business. I have owned businesses for 15 years. So I started a photography business right out of college and kind of just jumped right into that. So I had a corporate job after I graduated college and, you know, I graduated college and I was like, mom, I'm going to start a photography business. And, you know, like bless her heart because she was like, yeah, do it. Go like, do it. Spread your wings. Yes. Right. So like having that confidence really helped fuel me. So I worked in corporate for a while grew my photo business. It got to the point where the photo business was kind of taking over everything. And it was time for me to leave corporate. And right around that same time, I started getting into yoga. So I left corporate, uh, pursued photography full time. And in that next like year or so, I trained to become a yoga teacher. And then the women that owned my yoga studio, they were like, um, so we're leaving. Uh, we're going to Hawaii. We're either going to sell you the studio or we're going to close it. And I was like, please don't close my yoga home. <laughs> please do not close my yoga home. And they're like, okay, great. You're buying it. Here you go. Um, you're good. Keys to the castle. Peace out. Right. And they like, pieced out with like left me hanging. Like I had no clue how to run a yoga studio. Zero, zero clue. I also had no clue how to run a photography business when I started. So I was like, yeah, I got this. It's fine. Right. No big deal. There was a lot to learn. (laughs) So much to learn. And you know, like in the moment I got really frustrated and angry with them. But like, when I look back, I'm like, oh, I need it. I needed all that. I needed to learn all of that to get to where I am today, right? To be able to help other entrepreneurs who are either, you know, going from corporate to full-time business or, you know, purchasing a business or making some of those shifts, you know, just to like round everything out. So during the pandemic, my yoga studio, it was one of those like, should I close it? Should I try and stay open? And ultimately I decided to close because there just wasn't the revenue I needed to sustain myself, to sustain, you know, what we had before. So I closed it and I pivoted into business coaching. And it's really been such a cool journey to just watch a whole new business grow, right? Like I own two brick and mortar businesses and now I this business is completely online. So it was really relearning a whole new way to do business. So it's been so cool though, like the people that I've met and the support that I've had, the clients that I've like been able to help. It's just been so amazing. I love that. Thank you so much for taking me through your whole story because even though we chatted before, I feel like that was such a great synopsis of your journey. I mean, coming into this 15 years ago and just thinking about how much the world has changed in itself, oh my gosh. you know, like yeah. in these past three years, but 15 years ago, you know, it's like starting a business then versus starting one now. It's it's almost polar opposite, you know, like oh, Yeah, especially brick and mortar versus online. So I can't wait to like get into that a little bit more as well. But I love how you mentioned what you're able to offer your clients is clarity. And I see that how your journey has evolved. And I would love to learn about, you know, what what was it with photography that maybe didn't light you up as much anymore? Was it more like, hey, I have this yoga studio, this fell into my lap. 
now this needs a lot of my attention. So I can't, you know, give what I used to give here or was it more of an emotional pull for you like on your next calling, you know, cause I'm kind of on the tail end of this myself. So really it was, it was super emotional, right? Like I didn't want my yoga home to disappear, right? Like I loved the yoga studio. I had my photo studio was in the same building, right? So I was like just down the hall and I'm like, I don't want to lose that. I also had formed so many relationships with the students at the yoga studio. So, you know, taking it over because I'd been teaching for like a year, I think I'd been teaching and managing the studio almost right after I left corporate because I was at the studio so much, right? Like I was there just down the hall doing photo stuff. And it's not that I didn't love photo stuff, but yoga gave me a way to, to connect with more people, right? Like on a bigger scale. So people knew me as a photographer and then I started teaching yoga and they knew me as like, oh, she teaches yoga and she's a photographer. Like she's got a lot of stuff going on, right? But like yoga students would then book me as a photographer and photography clients would then come to yoga classes. So it was a really great way to really grow both of those brick and mortars like in the same space. Yeah, that's amazing how that all kind of like panned out. And I love that you mentioned the connection is really what draw drew you in, you know, because I can relate to that with social media was like, you know, so icy cold at times. And there's not really, you know, that emote that deeper connection, you know, right. With- it's like, we crave that. That's kind of why we got into business in the first place, you know? So it's great to hear that. And as you've transitioned, would you say even more in coaching now, like you love that so much because of the connection? Yeah, I do. I do. And, you know, at first, like when all of the like panda, like when the world shut down, I was like, I don't want to teach yoga on Zoom. I never want to be on Zoom. Right. (laughs) It was like, I never want to do this. And I feel like every time I've told myself I'm never doing this, that thing has always come true. Right. Like, and I really just love like I didn't care for teaching yoga on Zoom. Right. But now I've loved being able to connect with people on Zoom, right? Like it took my, I live in a very small town, right? Like the community, like my county has like 120,000 people in the county. So like it's, there's not many people. (laughs) The the town is 8,000 people that the studio was in. So tiny. So it took my like reach of like 120,000 for like photography and yoga to like, I mean, literally the world, right? There's billions of people in the world. And like, I need such a small fraction of those people to be able to connect with, to help them grow businesses, right? To help me grow, to help them grow, to help like the world grow. So it's just like, wow, what a, I can, so like, I can just maximize so much. And I feel like the connection is deeper right now that I've moved from photography to yoga to coaching, right? Like the connection just gets deeper and deeper with each level. And there's things from both businesses that I use today in my coaching to help my clients, right? Like I use the breath and meditation and mindset from yoga all of the time, right? Like the creative outlet from my photography business. I use that to help clients see more creative things in their business, right? 
So it's been really cool just to see that evolution as well. I love how all of your experience has really come together, you know, with this coaching business. I see it, you know, so it's really is beautiful to hear you kind of package it like that and explain it to us like that, because early on in business, as you know, I'm sure some of your clients feel this way. We go in so like narrow-minded. It's like, I have to have this one thing that I'm doing and I have to be the best at it. You know, (laughs) a lot of us, our listeners and myself tend to be perfectionists. So it's like even more, you know, to that nth degree. And then when something doesn't work out, you know, maybe like the yoga studio or the photography where we had envisioned in our brain, like for me, it was social media, what I was going to be this like social media mogul or whatever I had, you know, like created in my mind, which isn't even who I am, which was a whole nother like grieving process of now I'm grieving that life that like really isn't me anyway, you know? Right. So what was that kind of like for you as well? Like as you're putting these businesses you know, to bed kind of, it's like, I'm now moving on, which I'm so excited about, but there was a lot of sadness there for me. Right. Oh yeah. Same. And I think that's something that not a lot of people talk about that, right? Like not a lot of people talk about like, it was, it was really hard for me to close the studio. Like to make that decision was like, I'm, when I closed it, I was finishing up my master yoga teacher training. So like I have taken like a thousand plus hours of training. I had a training like that I created for the yoga studio, right? Like there was so much that I created for the yoga studio that I was like, I guess I'm just hanging this all up now. Like, well, when am I ever going to use this again? But I really do use a lot of it. So like in the grieving of that was like, Yes, it's grieving, but at the same time, it's like, it's like a phoenix, right? You know, those ashes and then the rebirth is so cool and really allowing myself to have the time and space to grieve, right? Mm -hmm. I think that is really, really important in any transition, right? Like I'm still fairly active with my photography business and I don't know that that There's a part of me that's like, okay, I'm kind of ready to be done. But there's also another part of me that's like, it's a very creative outlet for me. So really, that is something that I I don't advertise for my photo business. I don't like I have a website and, you know, people find my website or they come to me through word of mouth, which is like the best way to run a business, right? Like I could jump back into that and very quickly, right, explode that. But this business coaching thing really allows me to reach so many more people on such a deeper level, right? Like I'll always have photography and I will always have that creative outlet, but the amount of people and like the wealth of knowledge that I can spread to clients is like so much more and so cool to see like my own evolution, to see their evolution, and just to watch like the light bulb moment of a client when they're like, oh my gosh, I get it. Okay, that thing we've been talking about, I get it. Okay, I got it. I I gotta go, right? Like I gotta go and I gotta put this into place and we'll talk next week, right? Like just so good. 
That's amazing. I love, I just love everything that you're sharing. I even wrote down the Phoenix of entrepreneurship because I feel like that will definitely be our title for today. Cause yeah. that's exactly how it feels, you know, and we are so multi-passionate, you know? So I know a lot of our listeners, they can feel this, you know, like if they don't already have a business, they have five business ideas, you know? Right. And it's hard. I myself feel the same way. I'm like, I have this zone of genius with marketing. I have this zone of genius here. And it's great to hear you say and be that representation of like, hey, I'm successful in both of both of these areas. And that's a great thing. Like, it's right. okay that we can be successful in multiple areas just because we've been told our whole lives we have to be good at one thing, one thing only. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not really true. Right. Yeah. And I, I, that's so like, that's so interesting that you bring that up. So my, my daughter just started school. She's in 4k this year and, you know, she's like in the course of whatever, six weeks or eight weeks that she's been in school, she has changed her mind like 12 different times on what she wants to be when she grows up. And I'm like, you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up, right? You don't have to decide right now. You could change your mind tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And she's like, oh, really? Right. Like so that, you know, that four and five year old energy is so exciting. Right. And I try to get myself back into some of that energy when I have some of these ideas for like for my coaching business, for the photography stuff, even, you know, like old yoga studio stuff. Like I'm working on a membership site of all of, like I have hundreds of hours of yoga that I have stored on a hard drive that I, that I saved from zoom, right. From when I was teaching online and I'm like, I'm going to put up like a, I don't know, a $5 yoga membership site and $5 a month. And here's this access to like hundreds of hours of video. Why? Because why not? Right? Like it's sitting doing nothing. I might as well put it online and let it do something. Someone is interested in it somewhere. Right? So, you know, really kind of taking that childlike play and incorporating that into my business has also been so good to really lean into that. Like, am I crazy for thinking about all these things that I could do? Or should I just try a couple and see what happens? Right? Like, that play, I think is so important. That's so inspiring. And I love how you are showing up with these like lessons with your daughter that we're now learning. It's really inspiring to hear like this work that we're doing is impacting these generations for come, you know, like all embarking on this new path, whatever it may look like, you know, I think you described it very well, like this fun path, like life can be fun, you know, (laughs) it wasn't always said that it could be, you know, a while back Mm -hmm. now. So it's great to hear that. And I think showing up with that younger energy is like the best anyway, because it does, it makes everything like silly and it's not so stressful. Right. Yeah. Well, and it makes mistakes feel like not so mistake-y, right? Like, it, mistakes don't feel like mistakes. They're just like stepping stones to the next thing, right? So like like one of my core values for my business, like part of my why is like I want to create generational wealth and I want, I want my kids, if they want to take over this business, I want them to be able to take it over, right? So, you know, having them be part of like what I'm doing and, you know, keeping that play involved, like, 
you know, my daughter, she was like, mommy, do I have to go to college? And I'm like, if you want to, right, you're, you're four going on five. So I don't think you have to worry about that. You don't have to worry for a while. You know, there are jobs that if you want to do that job, you have to go to college, but you don't necessarily have to, right? So just helping her understand that she has, she has options to choose and her choice is the right choice. I love that. That's so the intuitive side too of, and you know how you've been able to bring in like the yoga and the meditation, the breath work. It's, it's really just so great. And I, I resonate with it so much, you know, because even as I've like embarked on this holistic journey and a lot of our listeners have as well, we're just naturally having to incorporate that to like find some you know, slow moments throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So it's great to hear how you're giving her advice and keeping her mind open because that's really our job as coaches, you know, is to just show that there's not this only one path that we kind of have to pigeonhole ourselves into. Yeah. And I think I was having a conversation earlier this morning about, you know, like there is no like one right way for anyone to do anything like your way is going to be the right way and you'll probably need help along the way right and that's where coaching comes in right to help hold you accountable to help you figure out consistency for yourself right like to help you with some of those intrusive and crazy thoughts of like I can't do this or should I do this or is this right you know like give you some affirmations but like ultimately your way is going to be the best way, right? Like, and that's, that's going to be the best and greatest path for you to walk. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So well said. Well, thank you so much. And how can our listeners get in touch with you and, you know, continue to get these little golden nuggets of information because I'm loving them. So I know (laughs) that they're going to too. Yeah. So you can find me, my website is Maggie Lynn Olson with an O dot com. That's kind of the like wheelhouse of everything that's there right now. So that's where, you know, my blog is there, freebies, all that stuff. There will be when I get it done, hopefully within the next couple, hopefully by the time this is live, um, the yoga membership will be up and running. And if not, it'll give me, it'll light that fire under my butt to get it done. (laughs) Um, So then you can also find me on social media. I'm very active on my stories. So you can find me um, at Maggie Lynn Coaching um, on Instagram and Facebook. And I think LinkedIn. I don't know. LinkedIn is one of those unicorn things for me still, but I'm definitely active on Facebook and Instagram all the time. So get in my DMs. Let's have a conversation. I would love to connect with anyone who resonated with any of this stuff. Amazing. And for anybody driving or multitasking, we'll have all the links in below in the show notes. So you'll be able to head over and connect with Maggie there. Thank you so much for being here. This was really such a great conversation. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we were able to connect and just have this conversation. So good. Awesome. Anytime. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer 
were def several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.